And welcome to Reliving My Youth. My name is Noel Fogelman. My guest this week is actor Timothy Carhart. The veteran actor was most recently seen in the Kevin Costner show Yellowstone, playing the Montana State Attorney General. We discuss the show as well as our mutual love of Kelly Riley's character, Beth Dutton. Tim has starred alongside Eddie Murphy in the Beverly Hills Cop 3 movie. We discuss the character he played, Ellis DeWald, and just the disappointment of that movie. He had a memorable scene playing the violinist in Ghostbusters, opposite Bill Murray and Sigourney Weaver. I throw a couple theories about his character his way. He also discusses the advice Harrison Ford gave him on the set of Working Girl. He had a memorable guest starring roles on TV, playing Lieutenant Commander Christopher Hobson on Star Trek Next Generation, and Virgil Encanto, the fat-sucking vampire on X-Files. I probably remember him best as the deputy head of NSA, Eric Rayburn, on 24, season 2. I really enjoyed my conversation with Tim, and I hope you do as well. So, Tim, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, so I just recently started uh, watching Yellowstone. So I just started the second season, and I realized, you know, early on in the the series that you're you're in the show, you play the Montana Attorney General. I'm like, oh, wow, I haven't haven't seen, you know, Tim in in anything in a little bit. So I'm like, let me reach out, because I've always been a a big fan of your work. So, um... We'll start there. Um, it's such a great show. So, you, once you leave the show, because spoiler, I know that you, you 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 know kind of moved on from the show. Do you still continue yeah. watching the show, or are you kind of like just I'm I'm done. It was a role, and I move on. Uh, I want to say that I'm hooked on it, and I'll watch it forever. Right. Uh, and I do like Kelly Riley. She's a yeah. great actor. Right. And that's a fun. Uh, but no, I, I don't keep up with it very much. Uh, I, you know, uh, there's all other options now too. Isn't there, uh, 1899 and and all of the spinoffs? Right. (laughs) Yeah. It seems like they just like make up a year and now next coming, coming next month, you know, 1942, 1865. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, you, yeah. You know, yeah. Her, her character is probably one of the best characters on TV right now. She is fantastic. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I knew when I was on the set and I would, you know, see her. Yeah. And didn't really talk to her very much, but uh, just to say hi and like that. But uh, when I would see her, I could tell that this was not someone you wanted to get all friendly with right and you know what i mean she was a little intimidating on the set right because i think she plays that character so well yeah but even even before i saw her do any acting you could see that she was really intimidating right she has that presence (laughs) yeah she was like don't be in my space right (laughs) you know yeah i'm acting Right. I'm constantly. Yeah. Don't talk to me. Right. Uh, but that being said, you know, fascinating and uh, a great, great job. And I, I think she's, you know, she, she, I guess she's the fan favorite of the show, right? 
I, I think so. Yeah, like right off the you know right off the bat when the show started, I'm like, wow, this is a character you got to keep an eye on. And every every episode, she does something you know even more outrageous or just yeah. you know her tone is it, it's great. She's you know they they've written her character extremely well, and they couldn't have found anyone better to play her. So I'm, I'm looking forward to you know catching up on you know on the show and see what else she's been up to. <laughs> Very true. Very. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Yellowstone was a really a fun thing. It came along. It was just an offer. I didn't have to audition for okay. it. Uh, uh, but, you know, I went into it knowing that even if the show became a big hit, and we didn't know it was going to be as big a hit as it was. Right even if it was going to be a big hit that I would only last a certain amount. So that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. My, my sons who uh, are now like 24 and 25 years old. Uh, this was a couple of years ago. So I got when they were like 23 or 22 to come up to uh, Montana to come see me shoot. Right. And that was a thrill because through their whole upbringing, when I was working like crazy, uh, I never, they never saw their daddy work. Right. So it was nice for them to come up there and meet Kevin Costner and, you know, be on the set. Right. uh, Taylor Sheridan and and so forth. That was fun. Yeah. Now you you mentioned Kevin and like, you've been acting you know forever I, I don't want to make you feel old but you know you, you've been you've been doing it for you know a while now do you still get or have you ever gotten like kind of like starstruck like working with a particular actor oh yeah absolutely yeah and and kevin costner especially right. i mean he, he's such a presence he's so kind of quiet and strong and no nonsense and, uh, you know, he's just got this wonderful back of just being there, just existing and not having to do much of anything to gain your, you know, respect. He's a little intimidating. Right. I mean, the past is kind of intimidating, to be honest. Um, except for Wes Bentley, who was really, really nice. Right. He's just a real, he's very giving and very thoughtful and very, yeah. uh, you know, he, he's, he's fun to talk to. Right. Yeah. He, so, he's a great actor. I think the first time I saw him was like American beauty and he, he was oh, fantastic in that. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Wasn't he? Yeah. He really was. Yeah. Yeah. Just scary. Good in that yeah. American beauty. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's actually, it's actually cool to see, you know, Kevin Costner is playing like, a bad guy because you, you really haven't seen that in his career yeah i know i know it's it's wonderful uh i think that's why i don't know i'm, I'm maybe sorry i gotta move here my phone's running out of juice okay not a problem <laughs> um i think maybe maybe that could be why uh, you know, uh, who is it? Harrison Ford is doing it. Yeah. All of these movie stars are doing the Taylor Sheridan thing because they kind of, they like his writing. They like, yeah. they like and their 
to go against their uh, what they've built up over the years. Right. And like, you know, because yeah. like when when you started in the business, like there was like TV actors and then there were movie actors. They've never really like you know s- switched over. Now, kind of like with yeah. like, streaming and cable, and they kind of limit the amount of episodes. It's not like twenty three episodes, twenty four episodes season. Now everything's yeah. kind of limited. Do you think that like kind of attracts the movie actors now, or is it just like you're an actor, you're not really one? It just you do both, and you know. You take what the best work is. Well, you know, my opinion is that things changed in the movie making business and uh, Marvel Studios became such a success and DC Comics and uh, the summer blockbuster kind of movies. Uh, I guess you call them tentpole movies. And I guess uh, Martin Scorsese would call them theme parks. Right. <laughs> uh, the, the problem is, is they, they don't make that many kind of character-driven, actor-centric movies. Right. Ones where actors, the idiosyncrasies of actors can make or break a movie. It's more about the people the hero characters yeah. and villain and so forth. And so the real interesting work for actors is in television. Ever since the streaming, uh, the streaming came along, the good writing is mostly for television. And so that's all actors want to be seen. You know, you're really only as good as the part. Right. A lot of ways. A lot of, you know, I take exception to these Academy Awards where they give the actor the, prize but it's really it's really art was so incredible yeah so deliberately written you know and the actor just had to inhabit it and uh and they get the academy award it's really about the writing so um but those those parts are more and more being you know done on tv right now uh and that's why a lot of the movie stars are going over plus there's just not that much work in feature films for yeah. all these movie stars, you know? Yeah. And it's, yeah, it seems like because every channel has an original program now, the Weather Channel, every, every, everything. You can think of a channel, it has, you know, uh, original programming. And, but it, and it kind of like watered down like the broadcast networks a little bit. You know, you never see like the stars on those, you know, channels anymore or even getting like Emmy nominations. Everything is like HBO, Netflix, Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I and, uh, you know, uh, I think uh, that that HBO, Amazon, Netflix has the best stuff. I mean, in terms of actable stuff. Right. And there are actors who only do, you know, I guess Tom Cruise and, yeah. you know, very, very few that only will do films right. and so forth. But even I think Sean Penn was doing a TV thing. And uh, so, you know, you got to go where the good work is. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's, that was kind of a big deal when Harrison Ford did, uh, you know, the Yellowstone prequel because he was only you know, doing movies so that was kind of a big deal yeah yeah absolutely i haven't seen it so i can't say anything 
Yeah, me, right. yeah, right. Now, you, you like you you worked with Harrison on a couple of films. Now, like, do you? Yeah, like after like you did Witness first, and then you did um, uh, Working Girl, right? After after that, with yeah, do you kind of go up to him and say, "Hey, I remember you. You remember me? You worked on Witness together." <laughs> uh. You know, uh, you know, in witness, I don't really, I didn't really work with him. Right, you didn't have any roles with him, scenes with him, yeah. I mean, I was killed by those guys, and yeah. then I don't know, maybe I was a dead body on the floor or something. Right. Yeah, but I do remember on Working Girl, we shot that little scene that I have with him and Melanie Griffith, and uh, I said to him, I said. Um, you know, Mr. Ford, on a huge fan of your work, um, I have just gotten word that I am going to be the lead, the star of a pilot. They're shooting over at CBS. It's, uh, you know, spies and action and fighting and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And you, sir, are just the best. Mm at that action stuff. Tell, can you tell me, just give me some, some right. of do it. And he really took that seriously. He said, I want to talk to you here. Let's go in over here where we can talk. We went into a side room and he, he really thought about it for a while. You know, and I'm like, here's a goddamn, he's the biggest star on the planet. You're right. giving me a and uh, really, the only thing he said is, you know, when you're in a fight scene, a lot of actors, they just forget the character they're playing. They're just fighting yeah. to fight it, you know. And he says, remember, stay within the character. It's, you know, and so I'm thinking, oh, what that's where he got the pulling out the gun and shooting the guy in the uh, Indiana Jones, yeah, Jones thing. Yeah, that's totally in his tongue in cheek humor right. of that character, right? So, and my understanding is he came up with that because he was just exhausted, yeah, from doing fight yeah, it was, stuff. Yeah. but. Uh, so I, you know, I didn't, I could barely hear what he was saying. I was so starstruck at that. But I said, Thank you, Mr. Ford. Right. Thank you. Yeah. So he was very nice to me. I'll say that. Right. Uh, uh, that's good. Because here he's a little like, uh, you know, old gruff, you know, <laughs> type of actor. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I have other stories about him uh, that are not so nice. But, right. okay. uh, <laughs> was really nice to me. Right. Really. Okay. Yeah. So I wish him the best on that. Right. Uh, That's good. And again, one movie that you did fight in, and earlier on you mentioned theme parks, was Beverly Hills Cop 3. And, uh, you know, Ellis DeWall, Ellis what? DeWall, you know, you, you know, great, great role there. Um, you, you, you played the asshole really well. You, you got that down in some roles, and that was, that was a good uh, asshole role. And, um, I, I know that was not like the best sequel or experience, I think, for like Eddie Murphy. But how was it for you working in that role? Well, you know, to me, it was so much fun. And how often do I get to play the lead in a big kind of 
you know, franchise movie and all that. Yeah. So I, I was in heaven, but I will say that, you know, I thought the movie was not the best. Uh, it, I don't even think it was the best of the three right. Beverly Hills. Uh, and I know it was pretty silly in a lot of ways. Uh, but, you know, I was having fun being a bad guy. It's so much fun to be a bad guy. Right, yeah. You should try it. You should try it. Yeah, well, uh, talk to my wife. <laughs> I'm always the bad guy. <laughs> You'll be a bad guy. Hmm. Um, so it's it's so much more fun to be a bad guy than a good guy. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I was allowed to be a bad guy in that uh, opposite Eddie Murphy, who's a lot of fun to work with. Right. So, uh, yeah, that's that great. And John Landau directed it, and he's extremely yeah. kind and giving and fun. Yeah. It was one of the loosest, freest sets that I've been on. Okay. Because of John Landau. Right. Right. Yeah. So I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, the Yellowstone is a little tighter. <laughs> I bet. It's a little more macho. Right. Mask, more, you know, unforgiving, more. But that's the tone of the show. So I can't. Yeah. yeah. You know, not a touchy feely comedy. Right. You know, it's a it's a pretty uh, you know serious minded killer kind of show. So, yeah. tone of the set that matches it. So that's good. Okay. What else you got? Yeah. Well, you, you mentioned a macho kind of a serious show. You had another one of those too in uh, twenty four. You, you know, yeah. season two, uh, Eric Rainburn, and uh, yeah, you, you were. Uh, you know, going against a president there. You never want to do that. <laughs> oh, my God. That that set was scary. Right. <laughs> Absolutely terrifying. Uh, just the, you know, the, you know, I can't make a judgment. I can't say, oh, it was good. Oh, it was bad. But it was frightening to be there and be responsible for all this, these words and uh, the setup of the entire season, as I recall, mm. was there's a nuclear device right. that's going to, you know, I'm not spoiling it for anybody. I no. hope it's yeah, what 20 years ago. <laughs> there's a nuclear device on Los Angeles soil and all of this stuff. And you, I got to set the tone, right. and, you know, thing for the whole yeah. thing. And then, we got Dennis what Haysbert? Is that what yeah, that is? Yeah, Haysbert, yeah. Staring at you with these eyes. <laughs> and it was just like, whoa, mama, this yeah. is this is some serious stuff here. Um and then the powers that be on that were not not kind, not the kindest okay. people. But, uh I, I don't. I won't name names because I, I don't even remember who they were. But right, uh, right. it was pretty pretty yeah. challenging. I'll say that. Right. In a in a show like that has been on for a few years, and, and you get a like a recurring role or a guest starring role, 
do you go back and like start watching it or like do you ever get a like a job where you were a fan of the show and that kind of helped or Uh, I'm trying to think. You know, if I had my uh, if I had my resume with me, I probably might find one of those. But I'm not much of a watcher. I, Okay. I guess I'm not a fan. I don't know if I'm not that interested in fiction anymore. I like documentaries. I like investigative journalism. I like politics. You know, I, I, I'm not, my wife forces me to watch, you know, some stuff that's fiction and I tolerate it. Okay. I tolerate it. That's, that's about all. I'm just not much of a fanboy uh, with, With anything, and I wish I, I wish I was. Yeah. Um, my son Harrison, who is twenty-five, uh, is a huge Marvel DC mm. fanboy. I mean, he just loved, he knows every little detail Yeah. of it, and I, he forces me to go with him to the movies to watch those things. And I, you know, sometimes I'm surprised. I like the work. Uh, forever, I thought it was Right. pretty good. Yeah, You know, I haven't seen it yet, but yeah, the, the first one was great. So, yeah, really yeah, good. I like the yeah, first one better. oh, okay, But, uh, yeah. but you know, I kind of nod to Harry and say, "Yes, that's all." It's so relevant to our lives, isn't it? You know, but uh, I guess I'm just not a. I, I'm old, you know. I'm like sixty years old, and. Oh, that's not old. <laughs> Seventies. I like one over the cuckoo's nest. Oh, that, that's uh, love that movie. It, it's so good. I like Connection. I like Yeah. Godfather. I'm a big seventies movies fan. I'm like Quentin Tarantino. Okay. I guess I love seventies movies. Right. And uh, so, and I don't know. I, it's weird. They just don't seem to make them that way anymore. But. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> Once in a while, there'll be a really good movie, but not very often. Yeah. Did you do you ever get approached or auditioned for any of the Marvel movies or no? No, I never did. I don't have the. I'm either. I'm not right for any real stereotypical part, and it's very interesting. They really do need archetypal looking actors for those shows because. They don't do any character development. You are what you are. If you are the editor of the newspaper in Spider-Man, you got to be gruff. Yeah. You know, I want pictures of Spidey and I want to, you know, Right. there's no character build up. You, you don't suddenly get to know. You have to be the thing right away in the Right. audience. Oh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, he's a good villain. Oh, he's the meek, mild neighbor, you know. And I don't fit any of those, to be honest. I'm not square-jawed, rectangular, four-headed enough to be the hero. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not Tommy Lee Jones either to be, you know, the villain. Uh, so, no, they never, never came up to me Yeah. about Okay. any of those. 
Right. Yeah, I was more an actor's actor kind of New York stage. Yeah. Which was not, not, yeah. I can't I can't fight. I don't do <laughs> Yeah. But well, yeah. Right. Every actor always seems to say that the stage is always the most exhilarating, you know, of, of the three T V movies and you know, like say Broadway. Was that the same for you? Yeah, it's it's pretty can be pretty terrifying. Uh, but once you kind of get over that and you're actually in the throes of the part on stage, the audience seems to fade away and, and uh, the energy is there. And then once you get through it, you're kind of exhausted. But you really let can let yourself go because it's a story from beginning to end. They don't do it out of sequence. It's right. all in sequence. So, so you really are, are, have the ability to tell the story with the juices from things that came in earlier scenes. Those are still resonating in you as you approach the next scene. So it kind of makes sense to me, uh, unless it's this weird avant-garde play, which right. I don't do. But they're usually linear. They go from the beginning to the mm -hmm. end. But movies are shot all out of sequence, right. and it's it. You know, I, I I don't understand these brilliant, brilliant actors who can take things like little puzzle pieces and go, "Oh, here's where I'm emotionally." Yeah. Even though I shot the thing three months ago, or I haven't even shot it yet, but this right. is where I am I'll be emotionally. Uh, they seem to have a talent for it, and and God bless them. You yeah. know. I like the stage. I like the stage. Right. And there's no net, too. So you can't have another take or anything like that. So, no, you can't have another take. Yeah. You can't blind. If right. you go blind, you can't even, they don't even have those little people that used to go, Psst, yeah. the line is, or not to be. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Or you're on your own, pal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, of all, yeah, of all the things you've done, what, like, if someone w walks past you across the street and they see you and it's like, I know you from, what is the role that people mention the most to you? Well, I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, it's weird. Remember me for the oddest things, and and I'll be in the oddest places. Right. I'll be on a in Zion National Park, and these people go, "Oh, Ellis the Wall." <laughs> yeah. Or uh, you know, so but when I after I did uh, Thelma and Louise, and I was on, or at least my video clip, yeah, scene was on uh, Oprah and all, that, most hated man in America. Yeah. <laughs> I would get recognized for that by little old ladies. Okay. The market would go, oh, you were so good in that. You were so good. Prepared <laughs> right. me to that. Yeah. So, but I don't, you know, I couldn't tell you. It's usually either, uh, you know, Beverly Hills Cop 3, uh, Thelma and Louise. Hey, Lori, what do I get recognized for? 
some Yellowstone, I guess. Okay. Yeah. I guess only because it's, it's on more... Now. Yeah, recent. Yeah. X-Files. Uh, the fat-sucking... Yeah. Yes. I was Virgil. Virgil, fat yeah. Vampire in yeah. Uh, yeah. Did, X-Files. Yeah. Did you have to audition for that? Or did they come to you for that? Like, how do you prepare to be a fat-sucking vampire? You know, the guy who directed it, who I can't remember the name right this minute, but who? Chris Carter? No, I don't think so. Yeah, he yeah he created the show. I don't know if he directed that episode. No, no, no. It was it was one of the directors that he brought on, who had a lot of power, and he had auditioned me for some other thing, and they just kind of gave me the role. And I went on and uh, was so young in my kind of career, I didn't really, didn't quite understand what, you know, what the mechanism was and how it was all going to work. But um, somehow I locked into this incredibly creepy person inside me. And it seemed to work because people yeah. just loved it. Yeah, it really did. Yeah really made an impression on me. I had no idea. So <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Was yeah. No, it, it was. It was the one that you know more memorable like, you know, villains on on that show. And it was you, you nailed their part. So be, Yeah, I was I hope in my career that I could, you know, do love scenes opposite beautiful actresses. Yeah. And then I'm the fat-sucking vampire, so they've got to be a little overweight for me to... Right. Begin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure, like, you know, being in the Star Trek universe, too, you get a lot of uh, people recognizing you for Next Generation as well. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, it, it, and I did a few of the shows or the right. kind of yeah. things. But yeah, they know more. Uh, let me tell you a funny story. I yeah. was after I'd done that show, and it was a couple of years old that had been aired and all that. I was in uh, the Atlanta airport going in between flights. And this guy walks up to me with a, he had on a Hells Angels vest, a right. leather vest, and his hair, he was big and burly, and he had a big beard and long hair, and he was scary yeah. as hell. Yeah. He walked right up to me and he says, you were mean to data. <laughs> and he cracked up. He had, he had, he, right. he, because I was like, oh my God, what is this guy going to do to me? So I guess he was a fan of that show. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that was funny. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I, I get recognized for that. Sure. Right. Yeah. I just, I just remember there was a Saturday Night Live skit when William, William Shatner hosted and they did a whole thing at a uh, Star Trek convention and people knew more about William Shatner than William Shatner knew about himself, you know, about the horses he had and stuff like that. So it's like basically yeah. telling people to get a life, you know? <laughs> so it's just, yeah. just kind of funny. Because I've been to a couple of those conventions and people are really into it. You know? Oh, my God. Yeah. My God. 
The yeah. minutiae unbelievable, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, it's it's not my life, but right. uh, I'm, I'm glad there are people who I made an impression on yeah. that care about stuff. Right. God bless. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. God bless. Yeah. And then, you know, there are also a lot of uh, Ghostbuster fans, too who are really, really into it. And, you know, whether you call it the stiff or the violinist, they never gave you a name. So did you ever give yourself a name? No, uh, no, I guess they call in German. I went to a Comic-Con thing in Germany and they called me the stiff. Right. That was uh, because Bill Murray. Calls me yeah. Stiff. Who's yeah. Stiff? yeah. Right. So I was stiff. And that was the first time I'd ever heard that. So right. That was, <laughs> That's funny. I, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, what yeah. an what a, what a horrible person I was with that mullet, the mullet and the nose spray, <laughs> spray and oh god. Yeah. Did you uh? Did you have to like do the nose spray during the audition, or that was just something they added afterwards? You know, I no, that was added very much so. I, I don't know how much of an audition I did for that. I think it was more about the look. Okay. Uh, I must, I must have had long hair like that because I certainly didn't have. You know, I I got cast and I shot the thing the next couple of days. Right. I must have been walking around with long hair in those days, mm. and. Uh, uh, basically, I, I went up to Ivan Reitman's, I think, office, just sat down and talked to him for a little while. And then he said, okay, all right. And then I found out I, I got it and I should go to wardrobe and blah, blah, blah. But I, they didn't have anything for me to read or anything. Right, yeah. yeah. Which was thing with, uh, there was thing, something called Marie, A True Story. <laughs> which was direct, directed by Peter Weir. Okay, yeah. Famous director back in the day. Right. And, uh, oh, no, 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 not that. Uh, what is it called? Witness. You know Witness, yeah, Witness. Peter Weir directed Witness, yeah. What a movie with Harrison Ford, right? Witness. Uh, no, you know, what are you going to do? I'm, I'm in a bathroom, I'm washing my face, and then I turn around and I get murdered. Right. How do you question for that? Yeah, right? yeah exactly. <laughs> I went up to Peter Weir's office, and he had an office. He seemed to be using an office at the top of the G&W skyscraper in Columbus Circle in New York. <laughs> and he says, let's lie down. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> And we just lay on the carpet, looking up at the ceiling, talking. And then I said, okay. And he said, okay, all right, thanks. Yeah, you got the job. <laughs> that was it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, is that how they do it? You know, because yeah. that was like one of the very, very, very first things I ever did. I'm like, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. That, where they don't, you don't really have to audition for these things. Um, but I learned better that you have to audition like hell and, and very, and very thick. 
unbelievably hard to do things. So, uh, yeah. 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 What else? Yeah. Um, even one of the probably, this might have been one of the first things you did was the party animal. Do you, oh. you, you, you remember that movie, The Party Animal? <laughs> Are you sure that was me? Oh, yeah, that was you. Was that me? Yeah. I thought that was somebody. You can't be sure. <laughs> the guy's name was Studley? Studley, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a an experience. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very low budget thing yeah. with a guy named Beard who was outrageous guy. Right. And uh, it 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 was couldn't really make head nor tail out of that script, but. Uh, I thought, you know, I'm not funny in this. The the, the Matthew Causey character, Pondo, is the funny one. So yeah, he was out there. <laughs> try to be the straight man for him. Right. And uh, it was it was truly awful. <laughs> so right. that's all I can say. Yeah. And, and so I didn't even think it would see the light of day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that, but then it came out on video and everybody wanted to rent it because of the the art on the package was a bunch of girls and right. guys and drugs and sex and yeah. so it became a big rental yeah. for yeah. people. Yeah. And it, it did have a great fart fart scene, one of the best in like movie history. What when they're we're in the car and she's like just farting up a storm. And she lights up the cigarette and the car blows up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I haven't seen it. I don't know that I've ever watched it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds funny. Yeah. yeah it's, it's good. Every time he, he kind of looks at her, it gives him like a weird look. Then he has a gas mask on. He puts it on. And then just like, it's, it's really funny. <laughs> yeah. It stands out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. David. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now, there's like theories out there that you're actually the father of. I'm sorry. I said there's some theories out there, Ghostbusters, that you're actually the father of Sigourney Weaver's baby in the second Ghostbusters. Did you ever hear of that one? No, but uh, yeah, I did hear somewhere that they thought that I should have been in the return of Ghost, whatever that newest one was. Oh, yeah. The afterlife. Yeah. That I was the father of who? Of uh, Sigourney Weaver's baby in the second Ghostbusters movie, Oscar. Yeah. Why wouldn't it have been Bill Murray? Wasn't he betting her through the movie? Yeah, you, you would have thought so, but yeah, there was a lot of a uh, lot of theories that, that 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 you know the stiff, the violinist was the dad. So. Okay. Oh, yeah, they don't yeah. talk for nothing, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yes, please get a hold of all those fans and have them write to who made the movie Paramount. Yeah, have them write to Paramount. Tell them I should have been in that movie, but maybe I'll be in the next one. Yeah, hope so because I think they're already working on it. So hopefully, hopefully they'll bring you back. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. well done. Yeah, absolutely. But Tim, I really appreciate your time. Like I said, I'm I'm a huge fan of your work, and uh, I appreciate your interest. Yeah. <laughs>
And a special thanks to Tim for joining me today. And if you have a guest suggestion, hit me up on Twitter at the first one 19 or like the page Living My Youth on Facebook. And go to iTunes, check out all the past episodes we've had. While you're there, please rate and review the show. Go to iTunes, not a problem. The show can be found on SoundCloud, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music. Basically, where we can find a podcast. A new episode comes in every week. Stay safe, everybody, and happy holidays.